0: know what Lancelot's first name is do we think he has a first name like King Arthur is like Arthur is his first name what's his last name of Camelot <laughs> whatever doesn't have a last name but Lancelot you're like only is that his first name It did work. It's working. Hello again. Hello. Good friend. Oh. Um, Happy Hanukkah. Thank you. This isn't coming out on Hanukkah. It is absolutely not. But it's currently Hanukkah.
1: Um. Yeah, we're really breaking, uh, really all the rules of pods and telling you about the day it is being recorded when this probably yeah. will not come out for many months.
0: But I think it's important that we we are
1: <laughs> celebrating each
0: other. And it's true.
1: It's true. Festival of on light. this cold winter's day. <laughs> yes, in Los Angeles. In Los
0: Angeles, not just a
1: pod. This pod. This pod, in fact. Your next obsession. Your next obsession with Quinn and Renee. Renee. That's me. That's her. And you. Me. Um. We're getting really good at these intros. Oh, we, I think we've actually gotten worse. I think have I know that's what I
0: meant. I hope so.
1: Um, speaking of Huyach. Yeah, Huyach.
0: huyach. What is out today? Today is Is a very fun obsession and one of my older obsessions. So today we're going to talk about my obsession with the original cast recording of the musical Camelot,
1: not to be confused with
0: the musical itself, the, yes, correct, <laughs> or the subsequent films that were made of it. And I think the album came out in like 1960. Wiki, there it is. 1960, 1960, right? Yeah. So that was the year and it ran for a while. But that's when the cast recording, original cast recording was recorded. And it's a real, oh, a walk of fame in in this cast. We have obviously the the love of my life, Julie Andrews. Ugh, national treasure. She is not to a, not make of our nation. I, she might but... be an American citizen at this point. Okay. Well, she was the lead. She played uh, Gwyn- Lady Guinevere, Guinevere, who becomes queen. Uh, Richard Burton played King Arthur. Mm-hmm. Do we know who Richard Burton is? That
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> didn't sound very confident. It, he, didn't he marry? Uh, what's her face? Like three times? Elizabeth Taylor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twice. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was three times. Let's look it up. Oh, oh God, he was married so much. That's. Well, so was she. Yeah, that's true. They were like made for each other. Twice. Twice. Very shortly, didn't, apart. didn't do the didn't do the. Hat <laughs> they were track. married
0: from 1964 to 1974, and married again in 1970, like a year later. He got married
1: again. Did she marry somebody in the interim? I don't think so. Oh, okay. So that doesn't. That's like she, it looks like he got reelected. And there was just like <laughs> that like interim period. <laughs> like that's, that's just true. like there's was one long. That's
0: funny. Yeah, but anyway, he was King Arthur. And he's, he, I don't think he was trained as a singer. So if you listen to the cast album, he sort of, he has a good voice, but there are some moments where kind of similar to My Fair Lady, he sort of talk sings a little bit. Ooh,
1: that's my go-to.
0: But yes. And some other people who aren't as famous as those okay, people. Okay, you said it
1: was a walk of fame.
0: Yeah, but I mean, those are, the, those are the biggest, the biggest names. Okay, so fine. You want to know who else? There's also Roddy McDowell, <coughs> who was in a bunch of stuff. I feel like he was in, yeah, Planet of the Apes. He was in Planet of the Apes. Okay, and a lot of other stuff. He did a lot of like TV work and theater work. He was also English, best best known for Planet of the Apes and Lassie Come Home. And uh, Robert Goulet, who was a famous French actor, great played for Lancelot. Mm-hmm. He's got some good numbers <laughs> in the show. Those are you. those are the main ones. But obviously, like many people have like come and go. And like Lerner and Lowe did the the music and the lyrics. And uh, Moss Hart directed the musical. a very famous theater director. Correct. And this was Julie Andrews. She was already famous at the time because she had done *My Fair Lady* previously, but this was oh the God. role that, like, basically got her um, *Mary Poppins* the movie. <laughs> Really? Because Walt Disney went to go see her in Camelot on Broadway. Oh, I did not know. Yeah, and she was wrapping up her run in Camelot, and she was actually pregnant. I know because I just heard her interview on Fresh Air. Anyway, <laughs> so she was Keep pregnant, joking. and he was like, "Well, when you're done with this, do you want to be in a movie?" And she was like, "Yeah, I'm sure," with but meaning the pregnancy. No, or? like the the musical, oh. and she was like, "Yeah, sure," but also I'm pregnant, and he was like, "It's fine, we'll wait," Wow. which is so cool.
1: How very progressive. I know he was. Really not progressive in a lot of other ways, so nice that he had that his, one. His relationship with Jews was fraught. Pretty I mean, that's
0: a that's a nice way of putting it. <laughs> uh,
1: I just found out that Coco Chanel was a Nazi.
0: Oh what? <laughs> no. I found that out just now. Coco Chanel's a Nazi? Yeah. Or like a Nazi sympathizer. I mean, if you're a Nazi sympathizer, <laughs> you're you're pretty much a Nazi. Yeah. I knew about like people in the English royal family because of the crown. <sighs> yeah. Like, the guy who was going to be king, but then abdicated. Simba. <laughs> <laughs> I was also very obsessed with Lion King as a, as a young child. I was Simba for Halloween many years running. I didn't know that. I had a little symbol onesie. That's cute. Thanks. Anyway, so those are those are the cast of, of Camelot 1960. Great. It was a big smash hit on Broadway. The Kennedys came, and it sort of, like, became, like, a very famous association with the Kennedy administration. I don't really know why. It was, it was just, bizarre. like, in the cultural consciousness. Like, he had just been elected, yeah. and their musical was very famous and whatever, and they would see it, and they were so glamorous, and they were sort of, like analogous to King Arthur and Lady Guinevere, I sure. guess, in there they were like reigning over a kingdom and it was supposed to be like a time of hope and prosperity, whatever. People were stoked about the fact that Kennedy was president. Little did they know the tragic turn Ooh. that was about to take <laughs> a few years down the line. Like Mufasa. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Renee, we're talking about Camelot, we're not talking about the Lion King. It's Stop my, trying to call off the pod. By the way, it's my entry into <laughs> Yeah
0: So I had this. I had this cast album on CD. We had a lot of musical cast albums on CD back when people had CDs. We'd listen to them in the car. But this, I actually had. Yes, and I actually had a CD player in my bedroom. It also had a tape deck. Was, and it was also a radio. Okay, we get it. (laughs) It
1: Like one of those. You were fucking (laughs) fancy.
0: It was like an old. It was like a. Never mind. It's It's not important. Superfluous. Moving right along. Anyway, but I would actually—I had Camelot in my room, and I would actually listen to Camelot while I did my homework. Often, you little
1: cutie (laughs) pie, such a dork,
0: such a dork. So I know this cast album back to front, front to back, or I guess around in circles because it's a CD. Um, But I read the little, the little um, liner notes many times, and I know they have all the lyrics in them. Yes, classic. How I learned all the lyrics because some people. You know, with the there's lots of British accents. Mm. Robert Coulet has a French accent, so you know sometimes it's hard to pick out those words. That's true. Um, so I listen to it a lot, and I would sing along, not very well, because obviously those Julie Andrews parts are high. Um, and I've never actually seen a stage production of Camelot. I've seen the movie movie adaptation of the musical, <laughs> which is not good. But good Vanessa Ray Red Ray is in it, and she tries valiantly. Um, and big, big shoes to fill. Big shoes to fill. Tr- very true. And uh, I mean, where do we even be- where do we even begin? Let's let's say you know nothing about the musical Camelot. You're familiar with the myth of of King Arthur? Yes, I did a play that was right for sure. An yeah, adaptation. totally. For sure, for
1: sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. Spamming really, on Camelot, King Arthur there legend
0: really fertile ground for lots of quite sequels and the kid who re-imaginings. would be king
1: that just came out so- yeah. last
0: year. <laughs> right, Sword in the Stone. Sword in the Stone, a classic. Yeah. Um, quest for Camelot anyhow, So like this du- uh, which we will we'll also we'll get to it. Quest I for Camelot, we will get to <laughs> oh, it. Oh, I know. That's not really about King Arthur. It's kind of more of a side quest. Um <laughs> for Camelot? Yeah. know, <laughs> <laughs> so the plot of the musical is a set, is basically is very adheres very closely to the legend. It's like about King Arthur, like it starts like the night he's about to get married to Guinevere and they haven't it met. It's like an arranged marriage. And it starts with him and he's like, mm, "How is this going to go?" Who knows, maybe I don't have to get married. I guess I do, whatever. She might be ugly, I don't know. And then it like, cut. I mean, and then it jumps to her perspective and she's like on her little caravan going to meet the king and she actually runs away. She's like, fuck this, I don't wanna do this. And she sings a whole number to her patron saint. Being like, hey, girl, I pray to you all the fucking time and I'm so great. Why can't you bail me out of this situation? Like, you're supposed to be, like, all-powerful and looking out for me, but here I go getting, you know, hocked out to the nearest king. Like, what the fuck? She was pissed. Good work, Gwen. But then, uh, actually, because King Arthur also ran away to just, like, get some fresh air and, like, think about his future and his life. And it's like, you know, a lot of pressure to be king and marry someone you've never met. It's like an impossible situation. That
1: we can all relate to. <laughs> it's so interesting because Julie Andrews, I feel like, was in such a similar situation in *The Princess Diaries*, <laughs> <laughs> the hit sequel, <laughs> which she was Queen of Genovia. Genovia,
0: yeah, <laughs> that's
1: pretty funny. I'm really just coming in hot with all these Disney references.
0: Well, we are children of the '90s, yeah, and I early did 2000s. recently by Disney Plus. So there you go. It's been on the mind. You are you are knee deep in nostalgia. <laughs> yes, you are. Um we're never but then, gonna get through this plot. No, we're gonna <laughs> get through it. Um, anyway, and so she's off doing her thing, and he's off taking a walk, and they actually bump into each other.
1: Oh wow!
0: And they like have so a connection, cute. and then it turns. they're like, "Oh great, well this worked out because like we're
1: oh so they but so it's not like they ran into each other and we're like, oh shit, I can't pursue this because I have to go marry someone. Uh,
0: kind of, but okay. then people find them and they're like, oh, your highness, you're the king, and she's like, ah. she's even like, even though, I'm Gwen, yeah, and he's like, oh. Ah and then uh, it
1: yeah so like great this is gonna work out second time I've referenced this on the pod but it's kind of like the pina colada song. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh it was you the whole time it was <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep That's it nice. is like that it, what, great when that works out right I know so things seems like things are going great. Seems like they're gonna get married, have no problems. But then, you know, who should who should waltz into court? Is but it, is it Lancy? It is. <laughs> all the way from France. Come to be a knight at the round table, and he is like very conceited and like full of himself, but he actually like has the skills to back it up. Like he comes in bragging, like he comes in real hot, like talking himself up, like I'm the best, just so you guys know. So all the other knights, like, suck my dick because I'm the best knight. And everyone's like, Sure, Jan, if you say so. Uh, anyway, so then he comes in, and it's like, mm, intrigue. What? So that's happening. There's also some, like, weird subplot in the musical that, because again, because I've never seen it, I still truthfully don't fully understand. But the gist of it is that there's this, like, guy in court, and he's, like, a usurper. And he's related to Arthur somehow. He's related to Morgan Le Fay or whatever. And, like, mm. Morgan Le Fay and Merlin also appear in this story. But Merlin leaves very early on, and he's like, good luck hmm. with your marriage. Weird. Goodbye.
1: Wait. So, is this one of those musicals where there are like legit scenes in between? So I think it's not so. Like I mean, that would explain my where... that would explain my gaps in knowledge. Right. Sure. So that's my question. Is like yeah, it's not lame as there are. If scenes. you listen to the whole thing, you aren't getting the full picture. No, there are. Yeah, it's true. Okay, but you get you but get You've seen the movie
0: long time ago. Oh, okay. 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 And they changed stuff. Sure, sure. Sure. I think they took out a lot of the. Like subplot, but anyway, there's like the big point is that there's this other guy played by Brad Pitt who's like the villain, and he's trying to like ruin. I know he's trying to like ruin, uh really cramp Arthur's style. He's trying to like ruin Camelot and like corrupt Arthur, or like right, that's the idea.
1: And also, Lancey is like into Gwen.
0: Yeah, although yeah. not at first. At first, she's <gasps> um, like, mm, I don't know about you. You seem a little annoying. I'm, I'm over it. So she does that, but I think it's obvious that there's like an attraction, a physical attraction. That she, like, doesn't want to face because she, like, just got married, you know? To the king. That's inconvenient. Yeah. (laughs) If you're queen and you think everything's going great and then some much hotter knight shows up, you're like, that that would be hard. It's a predicament. (laughs) It's a
1: pickle. They don't talk about it in health class. They
0: don't. What do you do if you're married to a king and then a knight comes in and also wants to have sex with you? Like, uh, can you say no? Yes, you can always say no. but It's very true. Okay. And so uh, Guinevere's like, I'm going to test this Lancelot guy. I bet he's not as great as he says he is. And she's sort of like – you get that she's actually very smart and is kind of like a master manipulator. So she goes around to all the other knights and is like, well, I know I said that I would let you do this really cool thing and, like, come with me – to take me to the fair is the name of the song. And she's like, I knew I said you'd take me to the fair. But, like, Lancelot dressed it up and he's supposed to be really great. So, like, I think I'm going to let him go instead. And then the other knights are like, oh, well, then I must challenge him. And she's like, oh, if you insist, I like, if you feel like it's necessary, like sure. And then she just that to everyone. So all the other nights, Challenge Lancelot, and he beats all of them, and then he accidentally kills one of them in the duel, <gasps> in the jousting. I mean, but, but that's
1: the part, that's like the rescue run.
0: Yeah, and here's where things get a little muddy. Like, it seems like he's killed this dude, but then the dude comes back to life.
1: Not really sure how that question happens. is. Yeah. That just because you don't understand the plot, or no, it definitely happens. No, that definitely happens. It definitely
0: happens. That's I remember that part from the movie very clearly. Oh, so weird. Because it's like he's dead, and Lancelot's so like, oh, fuck, maybe he was like just like no. really injured.
1: Like passed out out that for he was like, second. I think,
0: I mean, I think if that were to happen in reality, that's uh-huh. what would have happened. But in the plot of the
1: musical, it's like, oh, Lancelot has worked a miracle. Oh, okay. So him coming back to life is like intentional. It's not like. Yes, this, in the this, plot. Oh, okay.
0: Yes. Okay. And so everyone's like, wow, I guess Lancelot really is the best. Like he brought a dude back to life. Like. You know, way to go. Yeah, that's like some Jesus shit right yeah. there. Yeah, and also, let's and Arthur are bud buds. Yes, yes I they knew they that from friends. the play that I was in. Yeah, so they're, they're, they're you know. He's like his very trusted, yeah, like. A trusted friend, as yeah. always fucking happens. <gasps> I know. <laughs> Don't let your friends get too close. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. And that is the opposite of what Arthur does. He keeps his friends very close, and his enemies not close enough that he can see what they're doing which is backstabbing oh Uh, and so you know whatever and then guinevere and lancelot they're like oh they try and fight it but mm, whatever they cave they like whatever it it happens there's a lot of stuff in between about like guinevere and arthur like trying to connect like trying to work it out and she they do like care about each other and she does love him it's clear from the music from the songs that they're like that she's down uh you know she can't fight her feelings for lancelot and eventually like this bad guy like engineers a situation where they're exposed he like catches them in the act and this is where things get really interesting plot wise because arthur's in a bit of a situation because everyone's like well you obviously have to kill her because she cheated on you very publicly and lancelot like runs away because he would also i guess be put to death for fucking the king's wife that's like par for the course and everyone's like oh is he really gonna do it like is he really gonna you know have her hung or whatever or executed and they're like I don't know and what you figure out is that he and Lancelot like figure it out where like Lancelot comes back at the last minute and rescues her
1: also happened in the play I was in, yes. Yeah,
0: but Arthur like lets him, like yeah. they worked it out together, mm-hmm. so like so that he can save face, but also like let her go free. And it's actually Aww. kind of nice in the in the end of the show, he like basically forgives her, and then she goes off to be with Lancelot, and then he's like, well, I guess the whole Camelot thing didn't work out, but you know, why, onwards.
1: Wait, why 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 didn't it work? Anyway? Because it was supposed to be like you
0: know a perfect paradise or whatever. And- uh oh there's that whole song early okay sorry yeah like Camelot's supposed to be great like when they meet in the woods like before they know who she's like oh I have to move to Camelot like bummer and he sings this whole song like no Camelot's great and then I remember
1: that song "Mm, Camelot I won't Camelot. yeah Yeah, yeah, that's it No, um, because my only introduction to the music was when we took ballet. Oh, I'm so glad you brought it and up. And we would listen to some of the Camelot songs while we were warming up. Mm-hmm. Not you and I, like the teacher would yes, put it on. he would put it on. And I remember very much enjoying it, but I also remember it being like very silly. It is, well, yeah, and out of context, it, mm-hmm.
0: it could seem that way. Because <laughs> some of the songs are just like, mm, it's May, like let's have a festival and dance and all like... Fuck each other. Like, that's the gist of that song. Mm-hmm. And, like, out of context, I could see how that would seem silly. Like, this is just a song about the month of May. But in context, it's like, no, Guinevere's going to. The very fuck month Lance of May.
1: Yeah. And yeah. in
0: context, it's like, oh, no, Guinevere's doing this whole song because she's like trying to get everybody to like cut loose and like. Oh, I see. Fuck yeah. around, like, so if
1: everyone was doing it. Yeah. <laughs> if
0: it. was, I, I just stumbled oh, into guys, this orgy. But, like, it was. Ma- oops, my bad. It <laughs> <laughs> just Daisy. fell right onto Lancelot's penis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoops, my bad. Daisy. I'm sorry. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so that's the general plot. There's some Mm -hmm. other weird subplots that you don't really need to know about. And the reason that you don't need to know about them is
1: because they're not songs in the musical,
0: and that's how you know they're not important.
1: (laughs) That's very true. Um, Why – so you said you had many musicals on CD. Yeah. Why this one? I think I like Julie
0: Andrews, but I liked that it wasn't as long as The Sound of Music.
1: The Sound Sound of of Music,
0: that's a commitment. So and I liked long. that it took place in sort of like a medieval like fantasy that land that felt like a very fun flight of fancy to me. Mm-hmm. I liked that there were sort of more adult themes It made me feel that I was like grown up for listening to it you know mm-hmm. like I had access to it like where a world where everybody like <laughs> talked about adultery or whatever like blah blah blah. And I think, you know, the music can't be beat. It's just really, really, their songs are beautiful. And it's a story that I was, like, familiar enough with that I went into it, like, with some understanding of what I was listening to. So I could really appreciate the mm-hmm. music. And I became comfortable enough with it where I could, like, put it on while I was doing my homework
1: and just sort of, right. like, have it on in the background. Yeah, it definitely feels like, I feel like musicals or, like. I also have it on vinyl. I, I actually knew that I was going. I'm yeah. glad that you brought that up. <laughs> Um, I knew that as well because we lived together and listened to it. Um, I feel like any like one album or like one musical or something that if it's something that's played a lot in your childhood it's going to feel comforting, but that feels like a dumb statement. No, but it's true. <laughs> it's true. Something everybody really but I think knows.
0: it was also that it, it was like, you know, we, as a family and like road trips and stuff, we would listen yeah. to like cast albums and musicals and stuff because we're, you know, my family is very gay. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Welcome.
1: Uh I also did a lot of musicals in your years. That is
0: true. That is very true.
1: No, because I... My literal first introduction to it was in ballet. Yeah. And I remember – because, you know, doing the warm-ups and stuff is mm-hmm. kind of similar to doing homework, where it's like right. you want something on in the background, but not something that's going to, like, completely take you away from what you're doing. Totally. But something that's also kind of, like, makes it feel less strenuous, less mm-hmm. difficult. And I definitely remember the songs being, like – I think what I liked about them was they felt like they did tackle adult themes, like you were talking about, but they also felt kind of, like – fun and light. There's a really great tone
0: of sort of like Mm tongue-in-cheek cleverness and a sort of lightness that sort of contrasts the kind of heaviness of the plot um, that is, I think, also like very accessible and... Easier than for like me, it, like if it, if the music had been as serious as some of the plot points, I think it would have been harder for me to like connect to it as a younger person. Mm-hmm. But that I sense. that was something I really appreciated too, like being able to get all the little the play on words, the inside jokes, the little the lightness of it, the levity. I also something I really appreciate about it,
1: like Kate Bush, <laughs> like Kate which Bush. we talked about last season. My queen. Um, it seems like this, and also I feel like a lot of musicals, but. This one specifically is the kind of thing that you can listen to kind of on a surface level. Mm -hmm. But if you listen to it a lot, you'll always get new kind of like nuggets or new like... There's always those like clever things in musical songs where... It's like referencing a song previously or something right. like that, which you would only get if you listened to, to it a like lot. a lot yeah. of times. Totally.
0: And it's also interesting that I was like so stimulated by it just from like the auditoriness. Mm-hmm. obviously in the liner notes there are pictures of the original cast production that I loved to look at. And there are like fun little illustrations like what they had on the program and stuff. Like, you know, that old school original illustration from My Fair Lady. Oh yeah. They had like the same artist do ones for oh, cool. for Camelot. And mm-hmm. so like I loved that. Way into that, I loved looking at the pictures of Julie Andrews in her costume, yes, her cute I mean, little short haircut. Loved that. Uh, I loved vision. all of it. Vision. <laughs> she was a vision. It still am. Really, and a, a, a hard worker. She was a, a vaudeville performer as a child before. I didn't know she, that. Yeah. Oh, I know so much about Julie Andrews's <laughs> life.
1: <laughs> that can be another another ad. That's for another time. <laughs> Yes. Um, that's funny. What Do you have a favorite song on there? Or is that like too hard to... Ooh,
0: that's hard. That is really hard. I got like a top three? Okay, top three. Definitely the one that she sings to her patron saint, St. Genevieve. Mm-hmm. Where she's like, what the fuck? You whore. Yeah. Let me get married off to somebody else. I didn't agree to this. Please take it back. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like that song. Oh, yeah, The Lusty Month of May is a good number because it's just about how whoever wants to fuck. And, like, how pretty progressive for a musical in 1960 to have a woman be, like, very open and vocally talking about, like, wanting to be
1: sexual. Great job. And and obviously there's the classic, If Ever I Would Leave You. I was going to bring that up. Yeah, because that's a good one. That was definitely the one that I liked the most. When we would listen to it, because I thought it was a very—it's uh, a n- different kind of perspective on it is. It's, it's a good device like a song, and not, I think.
0: not dissimilar from what you hear from devices used in country music. So it makes sense that you like yeah, it. Yeah, it's very it's sort true. of. They, I think a lot of like country love songs sort of frame things that way. Um, it is for I those listen, of you yeah. who don't, for the uninitiated, the device of the song. It's called If Ever I Would Leave You, and he was like, "Well, I wouldn't leave you." in this season of the year because you look so hot then i wouldn't leave you in this season of the year because that's when you your skin is the nicest whatever not as creepy as that but then the point is like oh it's all four seasons i guess i can't ever leave you yeah
1: it's like it, it twists what you think it's yeah. gonna be
0: right um and i it's think sweet. it's
1: actually very like sweet and romantic mm-hmm.
0: can i have a fourth one sure i also like whenever you sort of compliment to that which mm-hmm. is her song to lancelot which is uh I loved you once in silence. And it's just about, like, I knew this was wrong, but, like, I couldn't hide how I felt. And, like, it's it's sort of, like, bittersweet because she's, like, now we finally get to love each other. It's after they've kind of been found out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or it's right before they get found out, I think. So it's sort of bittersweet because she's, like, I know within doing this, like, we're ruining everything. But it's, like, it's better than, like, having to keep it all bottled up inside. Aww. Which is, like, good. Like, shoot your shot, Guinevere. Fill feel your feelings. <laughs> And in Sad. the end, like, I know you got, like, ev- evicted from Camelot, but it was worth it.
1: For <laughs> like, love. It sounds like Camelot was not all it was cracked up yeah, to be like, anyway. it's true. It sounds like Camelot was, like, a little bit
0: repressive. And I think the gist is that, like, Arthur kind of had all these people, like, telling him how to be king or whatever. And, like, eventually he had to just figure it out for himself. Like, the kind of king he wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And he wanted didn't want to be a king that would kill his wife. Good for you. Good for you.
1: <laughs> you really... <laughs> Get it. Just <laughs> almost tripped over that low bar. <laughs> there. But oh, he did, the... he just,
0: he cleared that hurdle. Did a little boop boop. Not gonna do that. Yeah, good <laughs> work. Moving
1: on. Never so those, those are, those are some highlights. Do you, any songs you don't like?
0: Yeah, I don't really like this, the, 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 the bad guy. He has one song about, oh, like, okay. the seven deadly virtues instead of the seven deadly sins. Oh, that's, because he's yeah, It's kind of funny. It is kind of funny, but it's just like, again, because I've never seen it. Like, I didn't know the context and I was just like, ugh, why is this boring man talking about how much he hates kindness? I don't get it. Yeah, that feels
1: not satisfying yeah
0: it was not a very satisfying number all the other ones are like are pretty good and there's just there's some like musical interludes
1: mm-hmm. as there
0: are yeah that are, that are boring. I never I'm sorry like maybe this makes me a bad person I never liked listening to the overtures of music I skip yeah. it skip it yeah. you're about to hear all of it and it's hard just and skip it <laughs> is that not I'm sorry like call me crazy but is that not a musical theater tradition we could just do away with
1: I feel like a lot of them have. Right. I feel you don't like need a lot it. of musicals have just kind of like need started it's right on it. Maybe it was a product of its time because it was like yeah. vamping? I don't know. Or just like <laughs> setting the scene. Or it was also probably before. You know what? This might be part of it. Mm. Is that I feel like nowadays we get musicals that people become obsessed with, listen to all of the music right. before ever even seeing it. That probably was a lot less Right, you want people to, that's a good point prevalent just because there wasn't YouTube and right. wasn't other things. So maybe it was like, this is like an introduction to the, right. the theme. So then when the songs came up yeah, and you knew it. Yeah, and you're like, like, that's and you're like I, my ear's a little tuned to it, but yeah. I, don't, that's I don't know. That's
0: definitely why. Definitely something that isn't necessary in today's day and age, but now that you said it that way, it makes sense. I do love a good um, r- reprise. Oh yeah. A, re- a song. Yeah, that's, a those are fun. There's, there's, a couple, there's a couple of those. When it's like, ooh, same well, words, different context. Really, it's mm. like they reprise Camelot a couple of times. Oh, well, that makes the, sense. The song Camelot but it's dad. So like in the beginning he's like, Camelot, well, it's great and then they reprise it, the two of them, when she's like, You're right, I guess this I guess this is great. Thanks. And then at the end, after she leaves, he sings in again by himself. And it's bittersweet because he's like, "Well, Camelot's not that great anymore." Sad.
1: See, that is the one. So I don't. I I've never loved musicals, mm. but one thing that is kind of fun is the fact that they can bring things back musically. That maybe if you said just in a scene would be a little on the nose. Yes, yeah, totally. But I and this is kind of something that country music does that I love. Mm-hmm. When it's like you set you set up a convention, right, and then at the end you are saying the same words, but because of the context, it, it, it has a yeah. different meaning. That's cool. And it's like, oh, okay, you you. You have grown and changed. That's right. what I like about reprised sure. songs. Great. The last thing I'll say about
0: Camel, oh, and then yes. we can move on to a segment. Sure. Is that I think what was what I also really loved about it that I probably couldn't articulate until more recently mm. was that I really loved Julie Andrews' character because she has actually a lot of agency. Good for like you. you start, she starts the musical just sort of being like pretty passive. Like she has to go into an arranged marriage, like out of duty. But you know, like from the outset, that she's like not down with that. Mm-hmm. That she wants to live her best life. And you get – you just, like – it was. I think it was important for me to, like, hear and, like, see an example of, like, a female character who didn't play by the rules and just, like, went after what she wanted because her own satisfaction is enough of a motivator. Mm -hmm. Right? And, like, knowing – even though it's, like, set in a medieval time, whatever. Like, she had, like, things that she had to do, compromises she had to make, tough choices – but it was it, i think it was important for me to see a character who was like very sassy and very smart and like very likable and she's like a very big part in this musical she's not just a love
1: interest My or wife. a love object yeah. like she pursues as much as she is pursued yeah that is interesting especially just like so many musicals
0: the women are just
1: like have really just yeah. don't affect the plot at all no much. and so yeah that that is yeah. she really drives the plot
0: in many ways more than Arthur himself yeah julie andrews always such an icon. Getting those,
1: like, even in Mary Poppins. It's true. <laughs> you can think about that yourself. Because I could go into it, but... Uh, but, we know, but we, you we know, didn't. Okay, segment time? Segment time. Segment time, segment time. Oh, all right, we have not done this da, one. Ba, da, da,
0: segment time, ba, da, 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 segment time. It's Mary Poppins reference. Oh, yeah, okay. Isn't it?
1: Thank yeah, you. with the chimney sweeps. Oh, yeah. Okay. That was my little auditory reference there. Sure. Thank you. A little footnote. Okay. Um. Yeah, this is a segment we have not done this season yet, but did many times last season. Yes. I'm obsessed with you. I'm just going to pull up. Great. She's going to pull stuff. it up while I discuss what this segment is. Yeah, please describe it for the this people. This saggy poo is one person sells the other person the thing that they are obsessed with, and the other person has to try and describe a the obsession itself and b why that person is obsessed with it because i think this is really the epitome of this podcast is that you don't need to have the same obsessions right but holding the space for the other person to love the thing they love and then me in loving you Mm -hmm. i will not love all the things that you love how dare you but (laughs) but um i have heard you discuss them and i know what they are yes you're up
0: to speed. And we also try and pick things for to discuss in these segments that like aren't super niche that we like wouldn't talk it, about oh, yeah, in an episode. yeah. Yeah.
1: Couldn't take a yeah. point. If you're
0: like, oh, why are you wasting this on a segment and not an app? And it's like, because these are our right, less niche. Right. Like football. Niche. Which right, is like, like that's not niche Everybody's enough. obsessed with that. It's true. Come on. Okay. Let me just pull up an image. But today, oh, no. I want you to talk to me about geography. <laughs> 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 She's so mad.
1: It's okay. We're the thing that's right. frustrating about
0: this,
1: <laughs> are you obsessed with geography? I really like geography. Or is geography? it just something that you know I hate? No, I,
0: I like geography. I do like it. I was always very good at it in school and really liked it. It felt like putting together a puzzle. Okay. Okay. But a sneaky little puzzle because it, geography changes. It's not static. Okay, stop. Okay, sorry.
1: I, this is my, you're, you're doing my job for me. Sorry. I was not going to say any of those things. Okay. So great work. Sorry. So eloquent. Does geography, does like directions also have to do with geography? I think it's related. Okay. Oh. Okay. I'd like,
0: as we did with math, we're going to do a little quiz in a
1: minute. kicked <laughs> It's
0: going to, we're going to, it's okay. We're going to start off easy and then we're going to work up to it. But yeah, t- talk to me about geography, Renee.
1: Um, about the subject or why you like it? Both. So the subject of geography is, um, I think most simply, where things are, but specifically um, on Uh maps and a globe and the world and cities and states and countries and continents. Um, I think you like it uh, for the reasons you just said, (laughs) that it's like a map.
0: And it's really, you know, looking
1: at a map, it tells you a lot about... So this is what I was going to say. I know that you enjoy history also. And I think what you were about to say, which is why I cut you off, because I want some credit in this segment, is (laughs) um, you do enjoy history a lot. And just by looking at a map, you can tell a lot about the history of a place. Yes. It's borders, the borders that have changed, why they are the way they are, how big countries are, how little countries are. Although, um, it is
0: important to know that, like, for a long time and still currently, maps are not actually very accurate. and it act- They're really they're, not. They're America's inflated much by, too big. They're inflated and deflated by
1: our own biases. Oh, absolutely. About global power. Um, Yeah, and the fact that, like, on all of the maps that we see, America is, like, always in the middle. I mean, it, if it's a globe, Nothing's it doesn't really matter. No, Except no, no. When we see it – no, 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 no. What I'm saying is, like, when you look at a map, like a printed map, mm-hmm. the ones in America usually have America in the middle and then – it is based right. on yeah, that, yeah yeah, 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 Is what yeah. I was saying is right. like, yes, our biases. Like, I think we're the center. Africa of the is way fucking bigger than it it's is huge. proportionally on so a true. map. Granted, it is hard to draw and get them accurately when it is a globe on a flat surface. But there are right. those maps that like account for that, yeah, and kind of shift things to make it more or the scale. I think accurate. people are really like misled yeah, the scale by the is... scale. I hate geography. <laughs> yes. I am horrific at it. Um, I, we had in my elementary middle school, we had Geo instead of spelling bees, which I insisted on entering every year for some <laughs> <What>? ungodly reason. <laughs> You're just a masochist. I just was like, maybe this time. No, I literally know where nothing is. I'm also horrific at directions. Okay. Although you've gotten better. I've gotten better at directions. I think. I have not gotten better at locations. <laughs> Of things like very recently, I realized how close Colorado was to New Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> like fully thought Colorado was like up bordering Canada. I was like, yeah. Okay, I'll, I will. Colorado I will be is. honest and
0: cop to that. I am really. Really, quite horrible
1: with the with the New England states and like all well, everybody old is that they're whole so thing. small. It's like the bo- like I always like to think of that part as like the foot because it's all of those like <laughs> tiny little bones that fit together to make <laughs> a foot, <laughs> and it's like all the tiny little states with they just all run together and it's uh, like just put them to like why That is adorable. I know why can't we just make all of the Northeast a state? <laughs> just like just whatever.
0: Okay, so um let's let's start there. Actually, oh, this seems no, like a good place oh, to God. start. How are we going to do this quiz? Sorry. We're is there gonna... any other
1: reasons you are obsessed with geography? No,
0: I think we pretty much covered okay. it. Um, Like I said, not my most in-depth or niche obsession. Um, Mostly let's start... we're just doing this because I'm so bad at it. Let's start with what I hope will be a pretty straightforward one. Mm, can, can you, who knows? Can you, <laughs> can you name for me the three states that border California?
1: Oh, yes. Okay, great. Yes, I can <laughs> do that. I can't. Um, it is... <laughs> <laughs> now I'm Don't getting, get nervous. Now I'm getting really <laughs> it's nervous. Okay. It's okay. Nevada. Yes. Arizona. Yes. And then I always get Washington and Oregon flipped. Oregon,
0: correct. In
1: Oregon, I only knew that one because I have driven yeah. through Oregon, We've done to California. Trips.
0: Well, we'll 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 Ooh, we'll stressful. we'll we'll avoid any more American geography. I think we'll move on to the. To it the gets world. worse.
1: <laughs> it gets worse. It's just a black. It's honestly just like a blank. I literally have no image in my head right now. Like, there's not an image except maybe Italy. <laughs> and Israel okay, because i know where that is. <laughs> let's do Europe then. Let's do a
0: European geography. Okay. <laughs> so i am right now looking at a map of Europe.
1: Good for you. Thanks. <laughs> I'm not.
0: <laughs> Could you name for me Probably not. The, the three fingers of the the north the most northern european countries. No. They're called what the, three. the fuck is that? I'll tell you what one of them is. They look like three little fingers. Okay, you keep and just the- <laughs> doing these fingers. That's not helpful. But one of them is Finland, and then there are two more. They go boop, boop, and what are the other two? What? Just guess some I like don't know. W- Portugal? no
1: Portugal. <laughs> <laughs> How am I? I don't know. I literally okay. have not a clue. It's Sweden and Norway are the three. They like boop, boop, wow, boop. I definitely thought Sweden and Norway were like way more up.
0: They are. What? I mean, if you're me looking see. at a map, they're right here. One two three. Yeah,
1: that I didn't even know that that existed. Like I, I don't even recognize that part of the map.
0: I wouldn't have asked you to tell me what seas bordered those three countries because it's the Baltic and the North Sea, FYI. I know
1: where the Red Sea is. Oh, do you? I've been in it. I've been in it. Good for you. (laughs)
0: I've been to neither. The Mediterranean. Those are all seas. Okay, let's do one more cue. Like great. Let's do one more. I'm killing it. Would you prefer um, uh, Would you prefer Asian or South American? <laughs> <laughs> Just <laughs> no. God, here's the Neither? thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> I, the I
1: think I would offend fewer people if we did. South America.
0: I mean, just just numerically, yes.
1: Um, numerically, but also just the people in my life. So. True, true that, true that,
0: true that. And there's like there's there's one really big country in South America that takes up most of the space.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So if you had to guess, Brazil. Yeah, it's oh, Brazil. Hey. Brazil is huge.
1: It's like. Brazil is huge, yeah. and then isn't what is the one that goes right next to it that is literally like the weirdest shaped country because it's just the entire coast? Chile. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It looks like it a doesn't Chile. actually border Brazil. Okay, but, but it's like to the side. It of is it. to the side to the west. <laughs> it is vaguely western, southwestern. It's like the whole west, southwestern Brazil. Because I yeah. have there's in my office for some reason there's a ginormous map of Brazil. Uh huh. Actually, no, sorry, of all of South America. Yeah. Okay. Because um, we do a lot of work in Buenos Aires. Oh, that's cool. Which is in? South America. Which country, though? It's Argentina. There you go. I only know she that because I have to buy people tickets all the time. Great job. But I always remember seeing Chile and being like, how'd they get the whole coast? <laughs> Good work, guys. I think there's like a mountain range probably right there. Okay. what's
0: If I had to guess. What's your last queue? I mean, that can be our last queue. Do you want another last queue? I mean,
1: just do the Asia one. Just do the Asia this always very confusing to me that Russia was in Asia. It, it's like a good chunk of I it. I know. That just like is confusing to me. Yeah, it is confusing. Okay, so. Oh, great. setting me of... up for success. I'd <laughs> <laughs> like to note that our math segment was much shorter than this. It's okay. It's a real you quite got quite it right. right.
0: <laughs> okay, so uh, the country formerly known as Burma is now. In Myanmar. Re- yeah, see you knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. You got it all right. Thank
1: you. Who says you're not good at geography? That was from Jeopardy. <laughs> Which so I see, watch you many. Your, there you go. No, That's it's okay. also because I like Burmese food. Yeah, but that is not. You don't call it Myanmar yeah, yeah. Burmese exactly. Food. It's a very confused. But I don't want to be like offensive. I want to no All right, this okay. has been a good app. It has. This has been your next obsession locally produced in a very hot apartment in Los Angeles. We're your hosts Quinn and Renee special. Thanks to Jono for our music Dean for our graphics and Quinn for editing. You're welcome. Let us know what you thought of this episode by leaving a comment and don't forget to subscribe for more information on us and the show, search your next obsession podcast on all the social medias and, or send an email to your next obsession podcast at gmail.com. Thanks, thanks for listening. We're adorable. We're so cute. <laughs>